Hello, and welcome back to Let's Talk Investing Podcast. My name is Curtis Coopersmith, and I'll be your host. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the sales skills that all people in real estate need to know to survive now that the market is shifting. The last couple of years have been pretty unrealistic. We've had really low interest rates, really high prices, and home selling in a matter of hours sometimes that has caused a huge amount of people to want to buy or sell. So if you just got into real estate in the past couple of years, it was not that hard to get new clients. Yes, the business has been tougher just because of the conditions, but it was not difficult to find clients. And that's not realistic. That's not how a normal real estate market is. And because of that, people haven't really needed to know and have sales skills, and that has changed. So in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the sales skills that everyone in real estate needs to have in order to thrive and not just survive in the coming real estate market shift. So to start this episode out, I want to make what may be kind of a bold or controversial statement, but I do want to say this, that the difference between the people who thrive in this shifting market and the people who will get out of the business is completely determined on their ability to sell. Let me say that again. The people who will thrive and the people who will get out of the business, the difference between them is their ability to sell. It is the only thing that matters, especially in a shifting market. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to be some like kind of sleazy used car salesman. Selling is just learning what people want and then helping them get what they want. It is just asking a lot of questions and being the person who can solve problems for more people. That's it. And I'm telling you right now, it is that big of a thing. If you want to survive and thrive, no matter what the market does, you have to learn how to sell. It is something that all of us who were in the business prior to 2020 had to do for years. It was just part of being in real estate. You had to know how to sell. You had to know how to kind of talk people off the ledge. You had to know how to lead generate. You had to know how to... um, you know, get people to make the decision that you know is best for them when they're scared and all of that. Because in the past couple years, when the homes are selling in hours, you don't have to learn how to talk somebody off the ledge. It's a very simple conversation. Look, they have 20 offers. You're either going to offer this and get the house, or you're not going to offer that and you're not going to get the house. What do you want to do? That is a lot different than the conversations that we had to have for years prior to this. And we are going back to a more normal market and it is causing people to freak out. Um, In the past couple months with my clients and then also people who, you know, I talk to that are just wanting help, I'm having a wildly different conversation depending on the person. It is either pure fear and panic and man, I'm filling out my resume, I'm going to get a job or I'm going to do something different. Or it is, man, I love that it's gone back this way. Business has been awesome. Um, 
you know, I, I may not have as much, as many clients as I had before, but man, it's just, it's so nice going back to the way things always were and it's not so chaotic. So what I've realized between them is the people who know how to sell and who continued lead generating despite the market being so crazy, they're the ones who aren't freaking out. They're the ones who are happy about the way things are. The people who just got into real estate the past couple years and the people who don't lead generate are the ones freaking out. And don't get me wrong, just because you may have gotten into real estate the past couple years doesn't mean that you won't survive. It doesn't mean that you're less than or anything like that. That's not what I mean, because I know quite a few people who have just been in real estate, you know, a year, two, three years that are absolutely killing it, but they know how to sell and they lead generate. So I wanted to kind of make that caveat up front before I get into these are the things you need to learn. Um because I cannot emphasize this enough how important it is that you learn how to sell. So right off the bat, the first and most important sales skill that you need to learn is how to lead generate. Now, I know when people hear that, they think, oh, I've got to make cold calls or, oh, I've got to, you know, do some like sleazy kind of sales tactic. And that is not what lead generating is. Lead generating is either taking care of the people who you already know or it is getting introduced to people who you don't know. How you do that is completely up to you. When it comes to real estate, um, you know, people do cold call. People do send direct mail in farm neighborhoods. Uh, people send gifts to their past clients. They do uh, past client referral partner, you know, little get togethers. Um, you can do open houses, you can do online leads, you can do social media. Like there are a million things that you can do. But the most important part about lead generating is that you do it consistently. No matter which option you choose, they all work if you do them consistently enough. Let me say that again. Every lead generation tactic will work as long as you do it consistently and long enough. Um, you know, I have quite a few coaching clients and all of them do something different. Um, I have clients that cold call. I have clients that farm neighborhoods. I have clients that uh, do direct mail just to find, you know, deals to invest in, to wholesale, whatever. Um, I have clients that do open houses. I have clients that do really awesome, uh, like, referral parties and, like, past client gifts. All of those things work as long as you're doing them consistently. So you have to decide what is it that I want to do for lead generation. Ideally, you need to have one cold source of business. So one lead gen source that is cold outreach, meaning these are people who you don't know. The second ideal thing that you need is you need to be taking care of your past clients in sphere. When I say taking care of them, I don't mean that you send them these stupid calendars with the OU football schedule. I don't mean that you send them these really generic, dumb postcards. I mean that you have a relationship with these people, that you know you call them when it's storm season and make sure that their house is okay, that you are sending them thoughtful gifts once a quarter. Uh, some good ideas of this. I've done some. Uh, I've done a podcast episode about this, but uh, we used to do um, like a hot chocolate 
uh, thing that like where they could make it with kids. Uh, we would do tickets to the state fair for everyone. Um, you know, there's a ton of things you can do, but make it a thoughtful gift, something that when they get them, they will post about it on social media, that they will reach out to you and say thank you. And in that, make sure that they know they are getting this because they are a past client of yours or they sent you a referral. Thank them for trusting you, stuff like that. And in doing this, I'm not saying that you're going to send this gift and they're immediately going to just send you a bunch of business. But what it does is it keeps you top of mind with them. It keeps you at the forefront of their mind that when they think about real estate, they think about you. So when you think about lead generation with people who you already know, think of this as I am just strengthening my relationship with them. That's it. There is no script. There is no like magic formula. It is just being in relationship with more people. But if you're going to thrive in a shifting market, you have to have strong relationships with the people who you already know as far as your past clients, fear, stuff like that. So if you do not learn any other sales skill, the number one thing that you need to learn is how to lead generate and to start doing that consistently. The second sales skill that everybody needs to know if you want to thrive in a shifting market is how to ask questions. Now, asking the right questions is an art, and it is something that is learned over time, and it's something that you just really have to ingrain yourself in as far as, you know, listening to books or reading books, um, you know, listening to stuff on YouTube, on, you know, on podcasts, um, there are so many good books and podcasts and YouTube videos about sales that will teach you like, hey, this is how to learn to ask the right questions and stuff like that. But to me, sales is just asking the right questions. That's really it. So let me give you an example. Um, when you're working with sellers, one of the biggest and best questions you need to be asking every single seller is what is your goal in selling your home? What is your goal in speaking to me today today about selling your home? You need to know their goal because if you know their goal, you can tie everything else back to that goal. So for instance, I'll give you just a good example about how this question plays out. So, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith call you and you are talking to them on the phone. Uh, you set in a listing appointment. You go to their house. Right off the bat, I am asking them, hey, so thank you so much for having me here today. What's your goal in selling your house or even thinking about selling their, your house? And they're going to say something kind of surface level, usually up front. You know, they're going to say, you know, well, I know the market's been really hot, so we just, you know, thought we'd take advantage of the equity that we have, which no, that's not the real answer. That is their surface answer. So your goal is to ask more questions to find out what is the real reason for that. So if they told me that, I would say, okay, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I know a lot of people that that's, you know, they've been wanting to do the same thing. So if you did sell your house and you did get that equity, you know, what would you want to do with it? Like, what is it that is making you want that equity? And then there, then you're going to get a little deeper besides just the surface level answer. 
um, you know, they, they may tell you like, hey, you know, we're, we're afraid that he's going to lose his job or, you know, we need this money to pay off debt or whatever. And that sometimes will get you to their actual goal. But you have to learn how to just kind of navigate each of those those situations because, again, it's not like some script. It is just you getting in the flow of asking good questions. And this is something that, I mean, for years, I did Legion practice in the morning. And this was one of the things that I would practice is asking these types of questions. So find someone that you're friends with in your office or whatever that you can practice having these kinds of conversations so that you get better at it. If you want to get good at anything, you need to practice. Um, And this is something that you have to get good at is asking questions to figure out what their goals are, to figure out, you know, why they're wanting to buy, why they're wanting to sell, um, you know, why they're on the fence, things like that. But if you know their goal throughout the whole transaction as things go wrong or, you know, things get tough, you can tie it back to their goal. Because if their goal is, man, we just, we need the equity to pay off this debt. Say you have their house under contract and this seller is getting really tough in the negotiation is like, well, I'm not going to do that, even though it's just like a hundred bucks. The question that you can ask is, okay, look, I completely understand where you're at. And at the end of the day, my goal is to help you achieve your goal. And you told me that your goal was that you needed the equity out of your home so that you could pay off high interest credit card debts. Now is saving a hundred dollars on this repair is that worth continuing to pay this mortgage payment and continuing to pay 18 19 percent on credit cards the answer is going to be no (laughs) you know what i mean so but by asking that question that is a lot different than me saying hey this is stupid i don't know why you're acting like this you know blah 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 you just need to do this it's a lot different asking that question in that way than just getting mad or not even understanding why they're being that way. You don't have to understand why they're being that way. Your goal is to help them achieve their goal. And because you know their goal, you can tie everything else in the conversation back to that. So for the second thing is you have to get good at asking questions. Now, there's a million sales skills that you need to learn, but for the sake of time, the third and final one I want to talk about today is that you need to learn how to get buyers and sellers off the fence to make a decision. What I mean by that is, have you ever had a, let's just say a buyer, have you had a buyer that you have shown them a bunch of houses, you got them pre-approved, Um, You worked with them for over a year and you could not get them to pull the trigger. They had a million different excuses, you know, they, all these different things, but you couldn't get them, you couldn't close them. And then you keep following up with them and one day you call them and they're like, hey, it's funny that you called. We actually just, just bought a house. And you're like, what in the hell? I have worked so hard for you. I've done all this stuff for you and somebody else is getting is, you know, getting the commission off of this. It's extremely frustrating and we've all been there. I don't want to 
act like I've like arrived and it never happens to me. Like it happens to everyone. But the reason why they went with somebody else most of the time is that that person knew how to close them. And it doesn't matter how great your sales skills are. You're always going to have some people that just mesh well with other people and whatever. So I'm not trying to make this such a black and white thing. But nine times out of ten, it's because the other person knew how to actually close them. And so you have to learn how to actually close people, how to get them off the fence. And again, I don't mean to close them in this, uh, you know, ABC always be closing type of thing or like some corny sleazy way. I mean in a you're helping solve their goal, you are helping them to get what they want, and by asking the right questions, you are the one who can get them off the fence and get them to make that decision. And that is a skill you have to learn. And I would love to say that, oh, here, here's this easy thing that you can do that's going to help you to be able to close every buyer or seller that's on the fence. There is not a magic pill for this. It is a result of being immersed in constantly learning, constantly growing, constantly talking to and being around people who, you know, may know more than you about sales or, you know, maybe even just somebody that's on the same level as you that you guys practice together. It is a lifestyle. It is something that you have to continuously be learning, growing, and immersing yourself in. And by doing that, you will learn how to ask the right questions. You will learn how to have better conversations so that when these people are on the fence, you can help them get off. But what I will share is there's one, um, Taylor Richardson taught me this, and he calls it the canceled script. And this is what I do um, whenever I have somebody that I'm working with or talking to and they ghost me. So how it goes is, you know, you've been following up, texting, calling, whatever, can't get a hold of them. So what I will do is either call and leave a voicemail or send a text that says, hey, you know, Mr. Smith, um, I know we talked a couple months ago about you wanting to buy a house and I've been following up with you, but I haven't heard back. Um, The last thing I want to do is be this like pushy person who is just following up with you for no reason. So I'm assuming that you decided you don't want to buy a house anymore or sell a house or whatever the thing is. I'm assuming that you've decided not that you don't want to do this anymore. So I'm going to take you off my list and stop following up with you unless I hear from you back on this text. Hope you're having a great day. Bye-bye. And what happens when you do this is if they are serious and they've just been busy, they will reply or they will call you back and say, Hey, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we just, you know, we were on vacation and then I've been playing catch up. No, we're still wanting to buy, blah, blah, blah. Or they will ghost you and you want your back. But either way, you will learn where they stand and you will learn, you know, that you either need to take them off your list or that will reinvigorate them to get back going. But that's a skill. That is something that you need to learn how to do especially as the market shifts, because there is a lot of fear in the market right now. There is a ton of fear. And that is what that is 
one of the main things slowing things down is just all the fear being pumped by the media, social media, all of this stuff. There's just fear everywhere. And so you have to learn how to be a counselor, how to be someone that asks good questions, how to be, you know, somebody who they know, like, and trust. And that is going to help you get more sales more than anything. So I really hope this episode was beneficial to you guys. Um, If you guys have any questions or need more help with this, I have a group where I help people with this kind of stuff. And I also do one-on-one coaching as well. Um, And last, I don't want to get off here without forgetting to mention, if you have not seen, uh, we have a big real estate conference November 3rd at Glardia. And if you'd like tickets, please send me a message. Uh, It's on my Facebook and my Instagram as well. But I would love to have you guys there if you're in OKC or you're in real estate in general. But thank you guys so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.